We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Tyrese Halliburton, and you're listening to Setting the Pace. We've got a special one for you. Let the people know what we're talking about today. Oh, man. Jordan Awara making his set in the pace debut. This was a lot of fun. Awara exploded upon coming you know, to Indiana. I mean, look, this guy had a career year in the 24 games that he played for the Pacers. I can't wait to see what's next in a full season with Tyrese Halliburton. But hearing him talk about it got me even more excited. Yeah, I would say that you can definitely tell he's very excited to be a member of the Indiana Pacers, and he seems very, uh, you know, inspired to win here with this team and, you know, very motivated to to prove his worth. But aside from that, which was going to be great, you're going to love that, the Pacers had an individual workout today with someone that I think a lot of people are very intrigued by, small forward from Villanova, Cam Whitmore, Fachi. It's cool to see them get an individual workout in so early. It really is because, let's be honest, the Pacers, they've had a couple workouts. And you start to look at those, some of the players on there, and obviously I was excited about Leonard Miller. But some of the other guys, I'm like, are, are these players even really getting drafted? Or like, is this really first-round talent? And then you get that private workout with Cam Whitmore, and all of a sudden it takes you back to last year bringing in Benedict Matherin where you start to go, ooh, okay, this is someone that the Pacers are serious about if he'll be there at seven. Yeah, I love it because he was talking about his game. And Fachi, go ahead and tell everybody who Cam Whitmore compared his game to. How does this not get you excited when he compares his game to Jalen Brown, Anthony Edwards, and Miles Bridges? Yeah. I mean, you know, you can say what you want about Miles Bridges. Exactly. That's why I threw him in there last. But Yeah, you know, but I'm saying Jalen Brown and Anthony Edwards are two just like – All-stars. You know, yeah, they're really good players. And so, like, if he's got that mindset – I mean, I really do think he can be a special player – We've talked about his potential fit on this team and that kind of stuff, but 
I just think if you're looking at overall talent, I think he's in the running for top four, top five overall talent-wise in this draft. He really is. And if you want to talk about athletically, hey, who's the most athletic in this draft? A lot of people are saying it's Cam Whitmore. So Mm -hmm. this is someone, we've talked about it. Don't look at his stats at Villanova. They don't tell the full story at all. This is someone who's going to be a way better pro than he was in college. Well, after his workout, Cam Whitmore talked with the media and then he did an interview with Pacers.com and they asked him about this Pacers team and how he would fit in. And I absolutely love this quote from Cam Whitmore. What do you know about the Pacers and how do you feel like you'd fit in with this team? I mean, I know you have a all-star guard, Tyrese. I mean, he can shoot, shoot the ball out the gym. I mean, he can facilitate, kick the ball up the floor. Um, great guard. I mean, you have a Miles Turner, great rim protector, can protect the paint anytime as possible. So, I mean, I can really fit in uh, that three spot, guard spot kind of, um, and just help help out in the wing spot, uh, get the ball up the floor, pick and roll, the pace um, of the, you know, Pacers, how they have, they run up and down the floor. I definitely can fit in. Uh, I love to hear that, Flachi. Woo! I mean, I, I can't wait for the draft. I can't. I need it now, and we still got too much time to go. Yeah, there's a lot of different prospects, too, that can come in and give us these great answers and interviews, too. So I'm just excited to see the Pacers on the clock at 7 and see who they can get to add to this young core. But with that being said, we've got a nice player from the young core joining us next, Jordan War. We'll be right back after this. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. All right, everybody, we now welcome on six foot eight forward out of Louisville, an absolute bucket getter. He's none other than Jordan Wara. Jordan, how you doing? 
I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Oh, man, we've been excited about this one. So so of our listeners, so appreciate you coming on. But Jordan, look, let's just start from the Pacers front office. They've made it known on numerous occasions that they've been interested in you for a while, dating back to the 2020 draft, even over the last few years. What was some of maybe your earliest interactions with the Pacers like? Um, you know, obviously my draft was was during COVID. Uh, I had a couple conversations with them during, you know, that draft process. But really, you know, it picked up for me in Indiana, really uh, not this past season, but the season before during that trade deadline. Uh, I had heard just through talking to my agents that it, it's a possibility that I could have ended up in Indy. Um, and then obviously the following, after the, the end of that season, I was a restricted free agent and I really thought there was a big chance I ended up in Indy, uh, talking to my agents almost every day. Uh, obviously, I was one of those guys that signed really late. Um, and it was really just kind of figuring out what was what was going to happen. I thought there was a point in time I thought I was going to be in Indiana more than going back to Milwaukee. So um, obviously, that's not what happened. But, you know, I'm here now and, and happy to be here. Meant to be. Exactly. Yeah, I, I'm curious because that's uh that's the first I'd heard of that that there was previous interest besides just the last free agency. So, talk to me about what the Pacers told you they loved about your game in terms of targeting you as someone they could go after via the trade or via free agency. Uh, I think for them it was just obviously you know my size, uh, being able to really shoot, space the floor, um, playing with a guy like Tyrese, and you know obviously Ben, uh, spacing the floor for for guys like that. Uh, is, is important um, and just rebounding I think that's something that I, uh, is kind of underrated for me but I think it's something I've done well uh, in college and even you know carrying over to you know the NBA uh, and the time I did get in Milwaukee I thought I rebounded pretty well obviously it wasn't a ton of time but you know, I was able <laughs> to do it when I when I played and I think I did an all right job rebounding the last couple of games of the season when I was in Indy so um you know, that's something they liked. And then I think when I got here, they saw a little more of my game that I wasn't able to show in Milwaukee. And, you know, they've been, you know, happy so far. So, Man, the Pacers have been looking for a wing like you for quite some time. So we talked about that opportunity in Milwaukee. Look, you learned a lot over there. You won a championship over there. But can you talk to us about getting traded? Because something it's fans, we're never going to fully understand that. But when you become a Pacer, there's a much bigger opportunity waiting for you. Yeah. Um, so my getting traded, obviously, was my first time that's happened to me in my career. Uh, I kind of had a feeling something was going to happen in talks leading up to the trade deadline with my agent. And, uh, you know, I felt like it was kind of time for both sides. Uh, it was my third year, still not, you know, playing much. Obviously, I was still surrounded by, you know, great players, all-stars, Giannis, and an MVP. Um, and it was it was wild because I was in – we were on an L.A. trip. So it was like our West Coast trip. We had about a week and a half on the road. So that didn't make it any easier. But me being me, I packed a little extra just knowing, you know, something might happen. Um, and literally the day, the day of the trade deadline, I just wake up in the morning and I – I have a couple calls. Uh, I see a couple tweets, and I'm like, a bunch of my friends, like I said, obviously I'm, I have a lot of friends from this area, Louisville, and I just see everybody's like super excited, like, man, like you're going to be an indie. And obviously I was super you know, excited too for the opportunity. So um, at the end of the day, I was grateful for my experience in Milwaukee. Like you said, won a championship. Uh, I was around a bunch of great guys, uh, people who helped me, you know, 
grow my game, a, a lot of great vets. And but now it's in Indy, a whole nother opportunity again to play, uh, being with guys more so my age now as opposed yep. to guys eight years older than me in Milwaukee, <laughs> about the whole team. So, uh, you know, it's been it's been great. And I can't wait to, you know, be here and, and grow with these guys and, you know, hopefully take be a part of this team, you know, taking that next step. All right, so let's talk about your time in Milwaukee versus your time in Indiana. I'm curious, what maybe offensively, in terms of the offensive uh, sets that you guys run, what's the biggest difference between where you were previously at with Milwaukee to the sets the Pacers run now? Uh, I think in Milwaukee, it was it was more so, you know, obviously you're playing with Giannis, Chris, and Drew. Um, my job really was run to the corners. Just I felt like sometimes I was just running back and forth from the corners. Uh, <laughs> And just kind of spacing the floor for them. But, you know, at times, you know, when you have players like that who are, like I said, MVPs, all-stars, um, they're doing a lot of the the heavy lifting. Um, obviously, Tyrese is an all-star too, but his specialty, I guess you say, is passing. So he's making everybody else look good. Um, whereas in Milwaukee, you know, Chris is scoring, Giannis is scoring, Drew's scoring. You have three guys averaging however many points, you know, the rest of it just really comes from space on the floor, you know, shooting threes. And I think that's when I got to Indy, they were surprised I could do a lot more. But that just comes with having the opportunity to uh, do so and Rick putting me in those positions. Um, even throughout the season, throughout the season, the last 24 games or so, um, Rick started call, putting me in, in some pick and rolls uh, just because it's not something they had seen a lot when I was in Milwaukee. But, you know, being able to do it in Indiana, like I said, just having the opportunity to do stuff uh, – I think I'm somebody who on offense can can do a lot of things. Uh, now I'm getting the, the chance to show that. If, can you speak maybe from like a confidence standpoint, how huge it was for you to be able to get that bigger opportunity, but be able to get in a groove? Because after your first couple of games, I mean, out of the 24 games, the 19 of the final 21, you scored in double figures. So what was that like just for the confidence? Um, I think, honestly, it came from – you know, all my all my coaches and teammates really, you know, they gave me a, a boost coming here. You know, they said it's – they told me, you know, it's different from, you know, being in Milwaukee. You know, everybody's going to be involved. Uh, a lot more touches, like I said. You know, a guy like Rick, uh, after a couple of games, you know, having the, the faith to drop a play for me in games, like that's the first time that I've had that happen. Like literally a play is for me since I've been in the league at least. That's cool. Um, and, you know, that's, that's something for me, you know, if you put – if I feel like you're putting trust in me, I'm going to put trust back in you, you know what I'm saying? So that's a big step, especially coming from a coach like Rick, uh, you know, Hall of Fame guy. So, you know, it was great. Um, all the time, you know, they take in practice. I mean, you've seen it probably, you've seen the clip the other day, even in pre-draft stuff, Rick is helping people out and, and uh, you know, workouts and stuff like that. Um, I don't, I'm not sure many coaches are, are doing that, you know, at this level, at least head coaches. So, you know, it's really – you know, cool to see, and I, and I want to, you know, give my all to a guy like that, knowing that he's, you know, really trying to help me become a better player. Uh, so it's been good. Everybody knows that you are a bucket getter. You can you can put the ball in the hole, but I think people kind of sleep on your defense a little bit. We saw you get tasked early when you got uh, brought here, guarding some tough for players. I think there was one game maybe you were guarding Luca a little bit against the Mavericks. So. Talk to us about your defense and maybe why that's a little bit of an underrated part of your game. Uh, yeah, you know, obviously, you know, in Milwaukee, I was never tasked with, you know, guarding anybody 
of that level. Um, obviously, we had Drew Holiday, one of the yeah. best, you know, defenders in the league, and <laughs> Brooke. Um, so, you know, coming into India, I kind of told – I think we uh, – I forget who our first game was. I think it was a game against Utah, one of the earlier games when I first got traded. And uh, I think I pressured Laurie Markman into a turnover. TJ got it and scored. But – Rick came and grabbed me the next day, and he was like, you kind of are telling on yourself a little, like you can play some defense. Um, and I told him I can do it if I get the opportunity. Like, I never get the got the chance to guard guys. And, you know, kind of you get that label of not being able to defend. I'm not saying I'm the world's best defender, but I think that with time and getting those opportunities, it's something that I can grow and, and learn to do. And especially with this offseason, I think a big part of it is is conditioning, getting my body and, you know, getting in great shape. Um and at that point, you know, obviously I'm somebody who's known as being more of an offensive player, but I think with getting my body right, getting in great shape, I can, you know, be somebody who's more of a, a two-way player and, you know, really help on that end of the floor. You know, talking about getting in the best shape. I mean, look, it is a contract year for you, and we don't need to get into those specifics, but being able to play like a guy, play with a guy that you mentioned earlier, Tyrese Halliburton, how excited are for you to go into this offseason knowing you have a bigger role with an all-star point guard, knowing what you, you know, maybe have to work on now that you have had more minutes and everything like that. How excited are you for this upcoming season? I'm I'm super excited. Um, like I said, I feel like, you know, Indy and me being here now is like we're right on the cusp of really making that that next step. Uh, I'm super excited to have the chance and not only Ty, but you know, TJ, uh Drew, they're all past, you know, first guard. So Playing with them, not only for myself, makes they all make everybody, you know, 10 times better. They really know how to play the game, see the floor. Um, so I'm really – I'm super excited for, for what the future holds. All right, so talk to me a little bit about when you got traded here, going to a new team, not knowing these guys maybe as well as – you might know them a little bit from playing against them at different, you know, stages of life. But was there somebody on this team that you were kind of surprised at, at how talented they were or, or just like a moment at practice that stood out to you where you're like, okay, man, like I didn't know they had that in them. Uh, you know, I don't, I'm not, I'm not sure. I think as a, as a collective unit, the, what mm -hmm. surprised me most when I got to Indy was just really how fast they played like yeah. all around. I mean, I, I knew obviously playing them. I knew like, Buddy's a great shooter. Ty can really pass. Miles is a great center. I know, I know, like their games. But what surprised me the most is, you know, being in Milwaukee. I remember them playing fast, actually being in it and like playing with them. I remember practices like I'm like, man, because in Milwaukee we didn't practice like that. We practice super short. It was more like scripting. You know, what I'm saying guys are old. They got to get back to their families. They got kids at home. Yeah. Uh, get to Indy, practices are long, we're running sprints. I'm like, man, <laughs> this is crazy. Um, even it was me and George. Even George was looking at me like, I'm like, yeah, bro, this is a lot different from what, what we're used to. <laughs> and uh, so I think it's not like one person surprised me. I think it's just, like I said, everybody's in great shape. To be able to play that fast uh, on a nightly basis or every other day is 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 crazy. Uh and like I said, it's another reason I had to get in, in great shape this offseason. Yeah, I mean, you talked about how everyone's closer in age to you. This was a young Pacers team. Average age was close to 23 years old. Obviously, you come over with, with George Hill. Uh, so it's it's nice to have someone that you're familiar with. But who, you know, who have you been maybe, who'd you gravitate towards on the team? And how's that communication been 
going into the offseason knowing, hey, look, these are guys that, you know, I want to be working out with this summer. And is there anyone in particular that you have been working out with on the team? Uh, it's crazy because, like I said, with us being all so close in age, we're all, you know, pretty close. All have kind of the same, I guess you could say, mindsets. Um, I think in terms of guys, I've kind of hung out with a lot, you know, since I've been here. You know, I've talked to Drew a lot. You know, I've known Drew since high school and we both nice. before, before he went to his prep school because he's from he went to a high school called Vaughn and I when I was still in Buffalo I played his high school like before we were even on any kind of map really um nice. and then you know I've kind of uh gotten close with Aaron uh Neesmith that's my guy you know we, we've hung out a lot talk we get played a video game all the time um you know, Ben, Ben's been great uh, getting to know him, going and getting food a couple of times. And then obviously Ty, you know, talking to Ty, uh, kind of being like the leader of the team. He's been yeah. a great dude. Text me here and there. He texted me the other day about a clip when he scored on me when I was in Milwaukee, just, you know, poking at me. But I love that. I, I got to yeah. say that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's everybody's man. It's everybody's close, man. I'm, I'm cool with everybody on the team. Uh, and like I said, it's easy to get along with, you know, guys you – yeah, we're the same age. We can relate to each other, stuff like that. So, you know, following up on that real quick, because you mentioned Tyrese Halliburton, you, you mentioned Aaron e. Smith, also Jalen Smith. You're all from the 2020 draft. Did you guys ever have any interactions back then? Maybe it was like workouts. I know it was during COVID or anything back then that you might have kind of ran into each other. Uh, for me, nah, because you now obviously I was a later draft pick. All those guys were all lottery picks. Uh, yeah. I was picked a little later and COVID was so weird, man. There was nothing really. I think even for them, they probably didn't talk to each other during the draft just because everything was so locked down. Uh, when we had workouts, like teams were coming to, you know, teams were allowed to do 10 workouts, but they had to come to your city. Like I had a couple of teams fly to Buffalo. Milwaukee was obviously one of them and watched me work out at like my local gym. Like I had my trainer work me out. So it was a, it was a different time. I didn't really talk to a lot of those guys. Um, and it's crazy because now that I think about it, I didn't play when I was at Louisville that, that year, I didn't play any of them in college either. So uh mm -hmm. yeah. that's interesting. Now you got traded with George Hill, obviously, a guy that is very familiar around here. Uh played for the Pacers for a while, especially on the deep runs that they had in the early 2010s. And I'm just curious, how cool is it to kind of see him be able to get that moment to come back home and did he show you anything when he got back here? Obviously, you guys were teammates, so I'm sure that you guys bonded quite a bit during that trade. Yeah, me and George, you know, that's my guy. We we literally, you know, talked and hung out most of the time while we were here. Uh, he took me around a bunch of places. i never forget, like, the first week we're here, I went with him a bunch of places, literally went to, like, a we went to, like, a drive through food spot, and – he's ordering and literally the lady stops goes back and like they all come to the door it's like george hill george hill. i'm like man <laughs> city like really loves you like this like it's crazy uh i've been out with him a bunch of places like they like everybody knows george hill out here obviously he's from here grew up here went to iepui so um you know it's really cool to see and you know i was happy that he's able to have that moment come back to india it's home for him uh, and i know he loves it here Nah, that's the mayor right there, Mr. Indiana. So, you know, he's a celebrity. But, you know, one, one thing I want to talk about in specific, that hot hand, catch and fire, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to be honest, I've never had it. But 25 points in one quarter, a Pacers regular season record, uh, you know, for a quarter. Um, what's going through your head in that game against Atlanta when you simply just could not miss? Uh, 
You know, it's crazy because that quarter like went by so fast to me, like in my head. I wasn't really I knew I was scoring. I didn't know I was breaking or tying or breaking a record, whatever it is. Um, I kind of was just hooping and you know, a lot of those things, you know, there were some plays where I was able to do it myself, but a lot of other plays my teammates were sending setting it up for me, got me a lot of easy looks. Um and then obviously once a few go in as a scorer, uh, you know, the the net gets the rim gets 10 times bigger and you think everything's gonna you know start falling uh and I'm a player who feels like you know I always have confidence in myself so uh especially on the the offensive end so I was able to you know make a few shots and make a few more and that's how we got got to that so <laughs> that was definitely a fun moment I was uh, actually out to dinner for my dad's birthday when that happened and I was just keeping up on social media I said good grief this guy is going <laughs> insane right now I said call the Atlanta fire department and get him down there right away because <laughs> That was incredible. So we do like to do one thing to close out a lot of our interviews, and that is doing rapid fire questions. So we got 10 rapid fire questions. We'll go back and forth asking them for you and just answer as quick as you can. There's no like time limit on or anything like that, but we just want to want to get to know you a little bit better and maybe a little bit off the court as well. So uh, you talked about getting some something to eat with Ben Mather, and I'm curious, what is your go-to food spot in Indy? Go-to food spot in Indy? Uh I'll probably say when I went to him as a guy, uh, I'll say Yoke, actually. Okay. Breakfast. Best song or artist that you're bumping right now? Best artist I'm bumping right now. Uh, I'll probably say Destroy Lonely. Destroy. All right. Uh, who was your favorite player growing up? Carmelo Anthony. Ooh, hey. I got a soft spot for Melo. Always have. My mom's from Syracuse, so I grew up with this big Syracuse fan. Uh, obviously not so much a Syracuse fan anymore, but uh, I grew up a <laughs> Syracuse fan. And, uh, you know, ever since then, I, he was my favorite player. Mr. Olympics right there. Um, funniest teammate that you've had? Funniest teammate I've had? Uh, I'd probably say I'd have to give it to James Johnson, or buddy. Ooh, I like right. that. Nice. Keeping, uh, keeping it fresh. Coolest arena in the NBA? Uh, coolest arena? I'll probably say I'm going to keep it away from Indiana. Uh, I'll probably say uh, probably Golden State's arena's newer. Oh, okay. Super nice. nice. Yeah. have not made it out there, but I hear great things. Best jersey of all time, in your opinion? Ooh, best jersey of all time? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that one. I don't know that one. There's a, I'll say the old school Raptors jersey. Yeah, everybody guys. loves that. Yeah, you can't go wrong there. What did you think about Mather and rocking the yellow pinstripe Jermaine O'Neal jersey? That was it was that that's hard too. Yeah, for sure. So bring bring them back next year. That's what you're telling. That's yeah, what you're telling. Game. Yeah, that'd be cold. Yeah, for that, sure. I still <laughs> got mine. I love that jersey. Yeah. All right. Next question for you: toughest defender that you've ever faced. Let's get, let's just keep it NBA, not college, but NBA toughest defender you faced. Uh, probably Drew in practice. Yeah. I remember being like, "Bang!" I I literally didn't know what to do. He guarded. It was like my birthday. <laughs> he he was guarding me. I was like, obviously, I know a lot more than I do. I I know a lot more now than I did then. But yeah. I remember early on, I was like, "Man, I don't know what to." He was strong. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Everybody always says he's the most underrated player in the NBA, and I feel like we're starting to hear now that he's getting that credit. And I, I love it. Yeah. Uh, for my next question, top three shooters of all time, in your opinion? Oh, top three, Steph. Uh, Ray, Ray Allen, and Reggie. Oh, thank God he threw Reggie in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. 
He's been around the Pacers enough to know to make sure he throws Reggie in there. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, all right, let's do this. Your dream starting five that you'd love to play with. So you're in the starting five, but you're picking four guys to play with you. Ooh. Um, I'd probably say Carmelo's in there. Okay. I got to. Um, mm -hmm. Carmelo, I'd say he's my three. MJ's my two. I'll be the four. Just for this for this lineup, I'll do. Uh, I probably say AI, maybe AI is my one. Okay. And then for my five, Shaq. Okay, I love that. Yeah, yeah. You could not, also not a lot of passing around there, though. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, that's a that's a. I'm a scorer, man. I'm, I'm, those will be fun to play. With, see that? Yes, I get you. <laughs> no, that is, and for our generation, like those are the players that we got to watch. Obviously, you know, caught MJ at the tail end, but the rest of those, you know, between AI and Shaq, and it, you got to love that. Um, my last question: number one goal to achieve in the NBA? You already won a ring, so. It's all right if you go with one that's just maybe for yourself. Uh, I think for me, my number one goal in the NBA is first I want to play ten plus years, but I want to win a championship in Indiana too. So, oh, that's, that's the answer right there. <laughs> that's that's how you win over the whole fan base. Yeah. So, I mean, it's one thing winning one in Milwaukee. I want to win one, you know, in Indy. So that would be. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow up on that. We're done with the rapid fire, but I, I think that sparks a good question because. You saw what it takes to win a championship in Milwaukee. What do the Pacers need to do to get back to that that spot where they can be a consistent playoff team with a chance to really push for uh, for a title? Uh, I think it needs to. I think, like I said, we're on the right path. Uh, we have a, a young group who can grow together. Uh, I think, obviously, chemistry is a really big part of it. Um, I felt like when I was in Milwaukee, you know, all of us were like, all of the team was older. Uh, Everybody was super close, um, whether it be dinners all the time, stuff like that. Uh, and obviously, I, I feel like everybody had, you know, trust and faith in each other. And I think that here in Indy, we're, we're getting to that level um, where, like I said, we can make another huge step. And then at the end of the day, it's just, you know, putting the work on it, on the court. Everybody, when you have faith and trust in each other, you're going to give it your all. Like I said, even with, with Rick, you know, earlier mm -hmm. when we were talking, uh, just little things like that can, you know, go a long way uh, for a team, especially a young one. So, hey, it, it turns out I lied. I do have one more. Now the draft is right around the corner. I don't know how much you were paying attention to this class, but the Pacers have the seventh overall pick. They got four other picks, but say just for seventh, is there a player that comes to mind that you're like, man, if we can get our hands on him and add him to the team, that could go a long way. Uh, it's crazy because I don't know. Obviously, I know like the top three guys yeah. that we're talking about, but outside Probably ain't of that, getting them. <laughs> yeah, outside of that, um, you know, I'm not sure. You know, I'm sure the front office is gonna make a great pick. And at the end of the day, everybody who gets picked has gotta come in, be ready to work. And you know, like I said, help this team take the take the next step. Uh I know that's what they're looking for. So you can come in and help us take another leap. So hopefully that's what happens in, in a couple weeks. Hey, looking I'll forward to it. I got faith in. <laughs> oh yeah well hey who knows about that but we'll leave that to you guys you know you i'm sure you went through yours you're a vet now but hey jordan look really appreciative you know having you on the show but also as an indiana pacer the front office was right they wanted you for years 
it all worked out. You're playing your best ball. We just saw it. the best ball is right in front of you. But please tell everybody where they could find you on social media. Uh, everything for me on social media is just my name, Jordan Wara, at Jordan Wara. Uh, not a lot of people with that last name. So I was able to get a good, you know, a good username for all my accounts. So I'm like, <laughs> keeping it simple. I like it. Hey, Jordan, best of luck this season. And uh, hey, we look forward to what's uh, yet to come. Sounds good. Thanks for having me, guys. There you have it, everybody. The one and only Jordan Wara joining us for a great one-on-one conversation. Loved hearing him answer questions about the team and stuff like that, but I won't lie, Fauci, out of everything that he talked about, the most thing you got excited about was his love for Carmelo Anthony. I mean, look, I'm a mellow guy. I always have You're a mellow stand. I get roasted sometimes by Pacer fans, but it's like I'm not the only one out there. People love <laughs> mellow. But what I loved most was just hearing how, like, it just feels like this group really fits Jordan. Like, he's excited about how everybody's, like, the same age as him, into kind of the same stuff. They're on the same timeline. And talked about, like, yes, he's coming from a veteran team. Well, this is a young team that is looking to grow into a bunch of veterans. And for that, that just has me thinking, man, the future is bright here in Indiana. Totally agree. I'm excited to see what he becomes as a player here. And I think, you know, he talked about his relationship with Rick Carlisle. And I thought that was great for him to highlight what a Hall of Fame coach is doing and how most coaches don't do that. I think it just kind of shows you how much Rick loves to teach. And we've heard a lot about that from different people. I think even Chad brought it up. Like Rick is such a teacher. But man, like the one-on-one, the hands-on, you know, training, workouts, that kind of stuff, it just makes you feel like Rick is fully invested in this group and and growing this team and getting the Pacers back on the map. And that's what makes me more excited than anything. This is not the same old Rick Carlisle. Oh, he doesn't play the youth. That's not true anymore. He's investing in the youth. And what the Pacers are building is something that they hadn't done in the past. They had gone after the veterans. They had always had a team trying to win now. And it's like, we're finally building something sustainable And Rick is investing the time. And even though, yes, he's been in the NBA for quite some time, it shows that, hey, anyone can change. And at this point, he's being real patient with this group. And that makes me feel like there's a a higher goal in sight than just getting to the playoffs. Yeah, I'm excited to see what Ward does this year. Six foot eight, score. I mean, let's see what he does defensively, how he can grow on that. And maybe he can have the ball in his hands a little bit more and be more of a on-ball score and not just an off-ball catch-and-shoot kind of guy. As He talked about his time in Milwaukee being a catch-and-shoot kind of guy, but I would love to see him just evolve as a player, and I think the Pacers bench could really use someone that could put the ball in the hoop. So let's see what he can develop and become because I think that there's a lot of talent still in, in Jordan Moore that we have yet to see. So tons of potential oozing out of him, and he's he's got a chip on his shoulder ready to prove people that he belongs in the league, Fachi. Speaking of that chip on the shoulder, I love within the last 24 hours, we saw Benedict Matherin calling out Jamal Murray saying, remember that time we played one-on-one? Yeah. Then we hear from Jordan about got Tyrese Halliburton sending a clip about when he scored on him years <laughs> ago. I love that mentality of what we have right now. It's a bunch of just chippy guys. So it's like we need that. We haven't had that, and it's just refreshing to see. Absolutely. Bring the yellow pinstripe jerseys back, please. The gold pinstripes are phenomenal. Not these new knockoff pinstripe, half pinstripe, half Flojo jerseys that they tried to make a couple of years ago. Let's bring back the authentic yellow gold pinstripe jerseys because those are fire. Ben Matherin rocking the Jermaine O'Neal jersey, Bocci. 
that got me excited. I was like, okay, we're bringing back the old with the new, and I love it. Warmed my heart. I still have my yellow pinstripe Jermaine O'Neal jersey from when I was a kid. It's signed by Jermaine. It's signed mm-hmm. by Danny Granger. So I have not worn it in quite <laughs> some Granger. time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Why'd um, you have him sign your Jermaine jersey? <laughs> dude, I got Pacers jerseys that are signed by way I don't want to say worse players because I'm not trying to put Granger in that, but like players that don't belong on an autograph on a jersey. I have a Paul George 24 jersey signed by TJ Leaf, and it kills me to this day. Why would you let him sign that? I regret it. I regret it. It happened. That's terrible. I'm not even kidding you. I licked my finger and I tried to get it off. I couldn't get the I couldn't get the signature off. Could not do it. Try some acetone. Seriously, I mean, at this point, it's been so many years. I don't know if that'll come off. What color is the jersey? What color is the jersey? Uh, navy. But it, but he signed on the white. So try to find a white paint marker. White. Uh, Honestly, at this point, I think I would rather have the white paint marker on the like. What What is that little squiggle over there? It's like it's it's actually TJ Leaf. But I'm gonna try and keep my voice down because it's a little embarrassing to say. But that is uh, where I'm at with uh, the PG24 jersey. That's crazy. What that's re- that's a really sad story. Way to end the it podcast is. on such it a is downer. Pretty tragic. I mean, my goodness. But all right. Well, we ain't got nothing else to say. So tell people where they can find us out on social media. Absolutely. So you can find us on Twitter at Setting the Pace Three. You can find Alex on Twitter at Alex Golden NBA. I can be found on Twitter at underscore F A C C I. You can find us on Instagram at Pacers Talk. You can find us on Facebook at Setting the Pace. You can find us on TikTok, Setting the Pace. And Alex, tell them where they can check us out on YouTube. Go to youtube.com slash Setting the Pace, a Pacers podcast, where you will find this interview with Jordan Mora on our YouTube channel within the next couple of days. I will be uh, busy over the weekend, bachelor party. Shout out to my buddy John getting married hey. uh, next month, but we got at the bachelor party this weekend. So we're going to be celebrating that. But Fachi, if you've learned that if you have a jersey, only have the player that that jersey's for, sign it. Then hit me with those three words. Let's go, Pacers! Setting the pace, going to the top. Setting the pace, going to the top. This is your number one podcast. Sweeping every team. We gonna need a mop. Smooth. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.